it's really easy to get in your own world of raising kids and making money and, and trying to make ends meet. So where, where does that come from that you want to give back and mentor? Because I feel that so many people who are going through what I'm going through right now is they're silent. They have not known any mentors or the mentors are most, mostly I think in the village, the girls, they, are, they don't have TV, they don't have a, a smartphone. They don't have anything they can look into. So for me, when I when my brand is big, I'll definitely go back to the village. Providing inspiration and community for women in business of Middle Tennessee. This is Powered by Her with Tiffany Anton. You're indestructible. Welcome to Powered by Her. I am Tiffany Anton. And today I have an amazing guest in Kenya. Um, Unfortunately, we recorded uh, an awesome interview uh, about a week ago, and um, sadly, it was not able to make it properly. Technical issues uh, held us up, but we're going to redo this. And so today I have Joyce from Joy Mod Collections, and you make clothes. So tell me, Joyce, um, a little bit about what you do. I do tailor-made outfits for modern women, yes. So I make them from scratch. I make the patterns, then make the design for modern women as far their size, body type, and the skin tone. Uh, The design may fit each and every occasion. Yes, that's what I do. So one thing that's really unique about what you do is that you really look at women's body types, their coloring of their skin, and you're, you try to create a piece, like you said, a one, a one of a kind unique piece for that specific person. And so what was the passion behind deciding to do it that way, instead of just creating lots of clothes that anybody could buy? Because I wanted my brand to have unique designs for each and every woman, despite your body type, despite your size. So you'll have some, from Jema brand, you'll have something that fits you as a person. Yes. So do you find that lots of clothes, do you have a hard time when you see people and you think it doesn't fit them right or it doesn't look right because they've just bought something off the rack? Yes, sometimes uh, I just feel like there's something that we are doing, like the people in our industry are doing wrong because they're just making outfits to make money. For me, I want my brand, if you purchase anything from my brand, you like you own the outfit. So it makes you feel good, you feel comfortable in it and stuff like that. What do you feel like when you create a piece for yourself? that when you put it on yourself, what is the difference between wearing something that you've been given or bought yourself or something you've designed and created yourself? When I I wear an outfit that I've made, I feel good. Like I feel the perfection in it. Like I feel like I can own this. This is the perfect outfit for me. So that's why even if someone purchased an outfit for me, I want them to feel the same. 
And yeah. every time I make an outfit and someone is satisfied, I feel good. Yeah, that's great. So tell me about how you started. So you've done um, different types of jobs in your in and and you're young, you're young, twenty five yeah. years of life. Um, tell me about what kind of was the desire to start sewing. Okay, it happened sometimes back when I wanted an outfit. <clears throat> But when I took the material to the tailor, it didn't meet my standard. When I when I went there to pick that outfit was so awful. So that's when I, I started. But I can do this. I can make something that I want, the taste that I want. So that's how I started. Then uh, when I, sometimes back, I used to go to uh, a friend's shop. They make clothes. So the passion I had increased because I used to help him in the shop. And so why why what um what was your desire to actually create a brand and and like you said you're you have this mission behind your brand of having this one on a uh, one one of a kind clothes you could go work there's other seamstresses in town that you could go work for someone else so why put so much effort into your own thing Okay, I want I want I want to build a brand that is so unique in the world at large, and I want to come up with unique creations because if I go around most shops in town, they make actually the same thing. So I want to come up with something that which is very very unique. That if someone sees someone wearing something, just say this one looks like made that Joyma collection. And uh, I also want to be a mentor one day and mentor other people, because as I told you earlier, I want to own a school. A school. So tell me about the dreams to own a school. I want to own a school, not necessarily for girls, even for older women who can't afford to pay school fees. Like for me, I'm a single mom, so I know there's trouble. So I know there are some young girls in my area or in my village or in Kenya or even outside Kenya who has a dream, but maybe they, they lack the support or something. But I want to encourage them, bring them together. We make something that we, we sell our brand, they want our product. So tell me what it was like growing up in your village. Um, what was 10-year-old Joyce going to do with her life? Well, my, what I did, it's so different to what I'm doing right now. So I grew up in a village called uh, Kobura in, uh, in Kisumu County. I was raised by a single mom. So growing up there, I used to dream of becoming an accountant okay okay yes i did accounts at some point in campus but i dropped so i went ahead i wanted to become a nurse because my mom really wanted me to become a teacher because i was very sharp but when i started fashion she didn't like it at first Actually, she told me to go back to school, go back to high school again, 
and get a good grade, then she'll take me to to do nursing. Okay. So your mom did not want you to do fashion. So she said, yeah. go back to school and yeah. we'll get you go do nursing. Was it common in your village for people to go to school? Yes, uh, actually, uh, so I was doing it as part time. When I was going to campus, I could sneak out of school, then go do fashion. Yes, that's what I used to do. I go to school, then after school, I go to the shop where I was telling I learned most of the stuff because I had the passion. Did your mom know that you were doing that? No. So <laughs> until <laughs> she didn't know. So uh, until when we were graduating, then the lecturers told me to design gowns for the school. So you made your graduation gowns? Yes, I designed for the lecturer for the people who are in charge of the graduation. So I designed like few gowns. And wow. since I didn't have a shop, I, I drew the pattern and the designs and they took it to the tailors. Yes. That... So that's where, when I went and told my mom about it and she told me just then go and do it. Yeah, she knew she couldn't stop you. So how does it feel being a single mom and having your own business? Does it feel like a lot of weight and heavy or do you feel like you're inspirational and your kids are very young? Do you feel like you inspire them to kind of pave their own way and do what they want? Okay, for being a single mom, it's hard because it's something that I didn't prepare of psychologically, mentally and even physically. It's something that got me along the way. So I didn't want to go into depression and, and stuff like that. So I, one day I just told myself, and you, you know what? You need to rise up as a girl, as a woman. So that's when I decided I'll never turn back my my head or my mind on my kids. So it's, there will be me and them and my passion. So we are three, me and my kids. <laughs> brand yes yeah so that's that's a huge thing um as a lot of women who find themselves to be single moms are not necessarily prepared financially or emotionally for that where do you think you get that drive to to say i'm going to keep my head up and i'm going to keep pushing on because i really want to to grow as a person uh, every time when things are hard, I just say, you know, tomorrow is going to be a better day. And I have to work extra hard so that my kids will have some, a stable environment to grow in. So I have to, to at least focus. Yes, because I want one day when things are okay, my brand will be great. Can we talk a little bit about COVID? So you were kind of, you were building a business. You actually had one of your pieces, somebody wore it on TV. It was a TV personality and she wore it and you got a lot of attention. You have a large yes. social media following. So you were yes. doing really, really well. And then COVID happened. And tell me yes. about that. COVID, COVID happened in the same year that COVID happened, it's the same year that so we separated ways. So it, it was a tough year. COVID business is not go, is not working. You are 
you are young and you have started to be a single mom. So when COVID started, we closed down. I closed down the shop and I had to stay at home. And that's when we we parted ways. So you you can you can just see that I was going through a lot by that time. There's no business. You started your life alone from scratch. Yeah. So what kept you going during that time? How not how do you not just say slip into this depression and kind of get in your head and, and how did you keep People weren't buying clothes, I'm sure, as much during that time, too. Okay, I met uh, another client from TV, and she used to encourage me, just telling me, just, you know what, just keep on moving. Don't ever stop. Because I knew in me, I had the, the, the zeal to just go on. Because for me, I don't want to stop anytime soon. I want to stop when my brand is already big even not stopping by that time I'll, I'll my brand will be big i'll be like a star to some people i'll be like a mentor yes so let's go back to your your brand and your fashion where do you get inspired to to put together the pieces that you put together okay most of the time i'm i'm this uh i'm on pinterest on youtube on on uh, on Instagram, looking at ideas, but sometimes I come. Most of the time, I come up with my own ideas. So, so sometimes I can look at a design and say, "This one, if I can change this and this, or I can add this and this to this design, or I can remove this and this to if it was mine." But for me, I like coming up with my own creations because I don't like to copy paste. So yeah. I I just sit down look at the materials which are available, look at the edge bracket of the design I want to release, then I come up with the design from there. But mostly I learn from YouTube. Yeah, YouTube University is what we call that. It's like getting yes. a degree from YouTube. Yes. Do you think that you would ever um, make patterns and have, you don't want to copy and paste, but do you think that you would ever have people that want to are inspired by your creations that they're gonna create similar pieces? Yes, I'll do. I'll I'll consider that, but after copywriting, but to support another woman's business, if she doesn't know how to make patterns, we can sit down, do a contract, then I'll definitely do that. Can you tell me about um throughout my my time in Kenya, I really felt like there was this celebration of women in leadership, women mentoring, women inspiring other women. Um, how have you seen it change in the time since you were a kid to where you're at now of women kind of being the leaders and, and paving the way? I, I feel good even in our political system, like political world in Kenya, you see like women are are bringing themselves up. So I feel good when I look on TV, I see women who are governors, women who are leaders. So I, I just think and say, me, I'm going to be a, a very big business lady in Kenya and uh, and, uh, and uh, maybe sort of a, a, a mentor to other people also. 
maybe have yeah. a foundation. Where does that come from for you to want? Because it's really easy to get in your own world of raising kids and making money and, and trying to make ends meet. So where where does that come from that you want to give back and mentor? Because I feel that so many people who are going through what I'm going through right now is they're silent. They have not known any mentors or the mentors are most mostly I think in the village the girls there they don't have TV, they don't have a, a smartphone. They don't have anything they can look into. So for me, when I when my brand is big, I'll definitely go back to the village because most of them don't know anything that's happening. They're just there. So I like to, because most of them now know me. So yeah. when I have to work hard, I have to build my brand so that when I go there, they learn from my steps. Do you, is there ever any um, difficulty going back to the village of almost like um, negative feelings like Joyce left us and she's gone and we're still here? Yes, the hard part is because if you go there empty handed, they'll say you are, you are stingy. So you're, you have to work hard. Uh, so that when you go there, you have some things to present to them, maybe give them, gift them. So for me, it's hard right now to go back there empty hand. I'd rather go there when I have, a, maybe when I have a support system, we go there, we teach them, stuff like that. So if I have a group or, or mentors who can mentor them, I'll, I'll feel good. If we go back there, it will be like uh, we are uh, we are bringing some other people up. Most of us, like we feel like you, maybe if you don't share your struggles, people think you are okay. But it's good to share. If you have me, uh, when I, when growing up, I was in a sponsored school. So, but ever ever, I really want to give back to my community. I really. That thing is in me. I really want to give back. I really want to help them because me, I went to a good school. So I really want to go back there and make a difference. Even if I'm a single mom, I really want to go there, encourage them, make them understand this is just a life situation that you have no control over. But in real sense, you can mentor them and they can also have a better life, a better future. They can also mentor other people. You see, if you mentor one person, you mentor another ten people, then the old village will be will be all well now. So you mentioned that sometimes when you don't talk about your struggles, people don't think that you have struggles. And I think as women often, and I think this is kind of probably across the world, is that women just want to carry on. They don't want to seem like they're complaining, but it is sometimes good to let people know where you're at so that people don't sometimes we make it look too easy does that kind of make sense okay it's for me i i'm so i'm kind of different there are some people i'll tell all my struggles but there are some people I'll just keep quiet so i have a group i'll just tell them what's going on and some will just say i'm okay 
Yeah. Because some people, if you tell them everything, they'll start judging you. Like in Kenya, they'll just say you, you wanted to be a single mom so that you can do this and this, so that you can come, come back, you can come back to the house late. So you see, most people in Kenya, there is a a, a misunderstanding that people think if you're a single mom, maybe you are raised in a very bad way. So you see, like me, mm -hmm. I can't share most of my struggles. So I have to say I'm okay. Yeah. Even if I'm not okay, I'll just say I'm okay. So yeah. it will depend who is this I'm going to share my story with. In the village, I can't share with them because they will say a different story. So, so that's why I have to go back there when I have something to offer. Can you tell me about some mentors that have shaped your path? of where you're at today so you can tell me their names because maybe they'll hear this and, and they'll kind of know that you appreciate them but tell me about some mentors that you've had oh the one person i have is peter peter Nolo. yeah yes. peter uh-huh then i have another one he's the current minister in kisumu county he's called dr kennedy hongo Actually, Dr. Kennedy Hongo gave me his foundation if I can run it after I told him about you. Oh. Yes, wow. I, I had a discussion with him about you and he, he told me you have I have a registered foundation you can take over. Wow. That's yes. that's really awesome to have people who believe in you. And I think yeah. that's what I, I saw, you know, right early on with you is that you just have this passion and heart um, to want to make a difference on not only just your life and what you're doing, but you also have the desire and passion to make an impact on the community around you and the world that you're doing. Yes. How do you think you, how, where do you think the, the other people, Peter um, and Dr. Kennedy have, have how did they see that in you? Actually, Peter sees a lot of potential in me, and that makes me happy and makes me want to go, want to get like all in me and go for it. Yeah. Yes. Peter, P I've met Peter, and Peter is pretty. Um, he's pretty inspiring. What he's doing and how he's he. I mean, the kids he's working with and. He's real. I mean, I feel like he's going to change the entrepreneurship throughout Kenya. Yeah. It's pretty so awesome. I really, want, I really want to work extra hard and smart and bring out what is it in, in, in me. Spread my, my hands all over the world. Go back to my village. Yes. Bring other girls like me. And, and, and teach them how to have a school. The yes. Joyce, the Joyce Collections School of Sewing. Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll mentor people. We'll, we'll show them how to sew. When yes. you say mentor, part of that is kind of instilling the passion and drive that that people can. It's not people. Um, maybe Kenyan people sometimes feel like they can't get out of the circumstances they're in. Is that accurate? Yes. You see, we have this mentality like you have to have lots of money 
you have to to come from a certain class of people and stuff like that we what i know is with your hard work determination and praying and and as youth you see you have to walk step by step you have to to make one step then another step then another step so i believe everything in life is a process you can't be a millionaire in one day you have to go on step different step make mistakes learn from them so i feel like in kenya we talk about so much about money is that a good thing or a bad thing it's 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 bad and good but i think you should like do something first then money will come yeah not money then that thing will come do you think that sometimes people feel like that's what they want to have happen is that they want the money just to come and then they'll they'll be appreciative when it comes and they think oh well i don't have the money so i'm stuck yes i that's why that's why i'm saying it's good to mentor other people because they think that in order to start a business or in order to start something i need to have lots of money i need to have this and this may i believe you start where you can you start with what you have yeah we call that um indecision prison i've heard somebody say so you get so stuck of like i don't know where to start and i don't have i this i don't have x y and z i don't have these things to start so i'm just gonna sit here and put myself in prison and i'm not gonna go and do the thing but but you're so right that it's a process and it's taking step one and figuring out what what's at step one and taking step two and figuring out what's at step two um but people get so stuck in their heads and maybe don't have the encouragement that you've had from some of the mentors and aren't able to kind of go forward and make progress is there anything else that you want to let our listeners know about the women in kenya we are we as women in kenya we are very lovely we welcome people and uh, we love each other so i took you to i took you guys to my teacher mm -hmm. you see she, she mentored me actually when i was going through depression she's the one who told me no you have to focus you have to put down all these things then focus that's why i love her too yeah well i also was honored to be gifted a amazing dress from you and so hopefully people here around cookville will see me wearing it at some point but i will definitely post a picture so that people can see what your creation are and if they want to go to your um, instagram page what's your instagram page my instagram page is joima underscore collection my facebook page is joima collection and i have my personal facebook uh it's joyce polika and that is j-o-y-m-a collections and yes. so go follow joyce and find out all about her beautiful creations and we'll tag um in the notes of the podcast um here you can find more and and figure out how to find her thank you so much for your time today and um, I cannot wait to see what happens for you in the future. I'm so excited. I'm gonna come visit you at Fashion Week in New York when you're here. 
And so um, I am very excited. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Tiffany, and I'm humbled to be on the podcast.